discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. In heavenly places where you belong. Wow. Today is a very special day. Hallelujah. I always say that um, no matter where you are coming from, or no matter what you are today, you are coming from somewhere. There are some people who have been involved in your life, who have helped you to become what you are. And you must always remember them. So at this juncture, I will do question and answers. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if there's any question, I believe, I believe in um, question and answers a lot. We do, we do that a lot in church. After teaching for some time, we give some opportunities for us to ask questions and uh, receive clarification concerning what has been said. So that is a two-way communication. You may be saying something, but the people may not be understanding what is going on. You understand it, but the people, they don't really understand. So the question and answers help us to know that we are on the same page, that we can move on to the next level. Hallelujah. So if there's any question on your heart from Genesis to Revelations, someone says something you didn't understand. These days, there are a lot of things that are around. People say all kinds of things. So maybe someone says something somewhere you couldn't, you couldn't understand, you couldn't appreciate. You had the better to, to ask, and we'll help you with it. Hallelujah. Yes. Beloved dozing, from beloved dozing to the dimensions of Aaron's beard. Everything you had liberty, liberty to ask. Hallelujah. So over to you. The ball is in your court. All right. Maestro's hand is up. Hallelujah. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome, my dear. Um, Some time ago, as I was, I mean, just, just ran into the Christian life. I learned, I heard about the fact that the, he said the devil uh, also has his own form of tongue speaking. Hey. Yeah, I heard that. And I mean, I didn't believe it at the time. Then I, when I got serious with God, like I actually started thinking about it. So recently, um, I think a few nights ago, I was praying and I thought about it. It crossed my mind too. After I prayed, I was just, I planned I would ask you. So this was an opportunity. I wanted to ask that, is it actually true that the devil has his own tongues that, I mean, his people speak? And if so, like, is it possible that you can speak it without knowing that that's what you're actually doing? Wow. That's Thank a very you. powerful question. You know, every, every major thing that is uh, major for God is somehow adulterated and somehow attacked. You know, for instance, some people say that there's a, there's a demon, there's, a, there's an angel also called Jesus. Yes, so there are some people who work miracles in that name. But there's no other name that we are conscious of as children of God. There was a day, um, one guy who was a son of Sceva, sons of Sceva rather, seven guys, who were trying to cast out a devil from someone who was demon-possessed. You know, and they said, we adjure you by the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches, to come out. And the devil said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? You know, they tried to do it in Jesus' name, but it didn't work. 
And the reason why it didn't work was because they weren't born again. If they were born again, it would have been a different story. They would have had results. Do you see? So the name, you can't use the name unless you are born again, unless you are a child of God. Hallelujah. Someone may be doing something that is not right. But the person still has, the, he has, he has access to the name. And he knows how to use the name. And he gets results in the name. Okay? Uh, don't let the person's personality confuse you. For instance, our local uh, preachers have a very wild way. Their behavior is very serious. It's very interesting. I won't mention it, but you know what I'm talking about. It's very, very interesting. But it doesn't mean that what they are doing may not be from God. You are not, you can't judge. You see, just watch Animal Channel, like I've always been telling. Just watch Discovery Channel so that you have peace of mind. What? You just see a, a tiger chasing an antelope. You can criticize the tiger. Why is he not chasing the antelope right? That one, there's nothing wrong. Nothing will happen. But if you... you so people say all kinds of things. And one of the major things... I've heard this thing being mentioned before somewhere. Yes, you've also heard it. I even heard a man of God mentioning that someone was speaking in tongues, but he was led... This pastor Chris, he said he was led to know that what the person was saying was not from God. And the person was not even born again. But that doesn't give us a, a doctrine that there's, there's, a, there's tongues that is designed by the devil. Because from the scriptures, we don't see anything like that. This is a holy thing from God. This is the sign that the Holy Spirit is present in someone's life. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Isn't it? And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, blah, 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 blah. In Acts chapter 12, chapter 2, verse 1, the Bible mentions that... Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's, I think we have to read some scripture so that we know. Okay? They were all gathered together in one place. There was a mighty rushing wind that came in, filled the whole house, and everyone was filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't it? And they appeared, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began... This is verse 4. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So this is something that comes from the Holy Spirit. He grants you the utterance. Not an evil spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit, not an evil spirit. Do you see? So as long as far as tongue speaking is concerned, the origins is from the Holy Spirit. It is his presence that causes that. The tongue speaking is not the Holy Spirit. It's a language he grants you, he gives to you. Okay? Tongue speaking is not the Holy Spirit. But it's a language, you can't speak in tongues unless the Holy Spirit is there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's a doorway to the spirit, like, like they say. Hallelujah. Now, if you read in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, from verse 1, 2, 3, 4, you see even some more how that it cannot be something that the devil can, you know, play with and mess up with because he doesn't even understand what's going on. Full of the charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that he may prophesy. And it says, For he that speaketh an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit? He speaketh mysteries. He speaketh mysteries. Okay? But he that prophesies speaketh unto men unto edification, exhortation, and comfort. Verse 4. He that speaketh in unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesies edifieth the church. So it's, it's something that is from the Holy Spirit. It's something that is from God. It's a language, coded language between us and God. Do you see? You can check the whole scriptures. You will never find anywhere where it's attributed to the devil. And that is the principle, that is the, the, the mindset you must have. Whatever thing that is being said anywhere must be examined according to the pages of the scriptures. What has God said? What has God said about what we are saying? Someone can say something and have experiences, but your experiences, if it doesn't fall in line with the word of God, cannot be accepted. It's unacceptable. You can have experiences as much as you want, but as long as it's not scriptural, 
there's something wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, God can allow for some things to be done, but it doesn't make it right. As long as if a lie can be in, in, in office for a long time, but that doesn't make it true. You get it? That doesn't make it true. So, Acts chapter 19, from verse 1. Acts 19, from verse 1. And it came to pass after, pass that while Apollos was a current, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Okay. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said unto him, We have not much as, so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. They hadn't heard about the Holy Spirit. Then he asked them, Unto what then were you baptized? Then he said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized the baptism of repentance, saying unto people that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. So they had been baptized according to John's baptism, which is different from the baptism that comes after you are born again. That's different. Okay, so when they when he when they heard when he heard that the Bible says that look at the next verse. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now this phrase, baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, has is with double reference. It has to do with being born again, and also has reference to being baptized in water. Do you get it? Uh huh. In the during those times, they used to do it at this. When you get born again, now you are baptized. So it was described together. This same phrase is used for those who got born again. Uh, in Acts chapter 8, okay, and then in uh, uh, Acts chapter 10 as well, in Cornelius, as it, similar words are used, okay? They were baptized again, this time in the name of the Lord Jesus. Next verse, verse, verse six, 6, King James, please. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So the sign that the Holy Ghost has come is the Speaking in tongues. You see, so it's very holy. It's very holy. One of the things that modern Christians are forgetting is um, not pl- placing premium on what God places premium on. There are some very wild things that God places premium on. For instance, these days, who you are in Christ is very common. We, are, we call ourselves new creations. But this is what Jesus suffered for. For us, it's just knowledge. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm a child of God. This is just knowledge. But it's not just knowledge. This is, this is holy. These are very holy things that Jesus had to come to come and work on. And God had to buy with his own blood and all that. But we take it for granted. So it can be adulterated by the devils as well. So there's no reference to any demon anywhere. There's no place where, I don't know if you know of any. I don't know if you are aware of any. Where a devil spoke in tongues. And the apostle said that the tongue you're speaking is not from God. It's the devil. So how do we decipher between tongues that are from God and tongues that are from God. Do you see? If there's a special case, the Holy Spirit in you will lead you and let you know. You know, and these things are said. This man of God, Pastor Chris, same person, mentioned something. He said one day he was speaking in tongues. This is after being born again for more than 20 years. He was speaking in tongues and the devil told him that the tongues you are speaking is not from God. Yes. The devil told him that the tongues you are speaking is not from God. Just to sway him. The devil doesn't give up on you. He's, he doesn't give up on you. He's very, very interested in you. He goes, he's very committed, very consistent. He goes and comes. You see, he, your, your adversary, the devil, who runs to and fro, he goes and comes. You understand? Uh-huh. So, uh, 
casting out, casting out devils is one of the commonest things that Christians ought to practice because there are a lot of devils around. A lot of devils. That's why Jesus said that these times shall follow them that believe. In my name, first thing, they shall cast out devils because the devils are plenty, they are more than human beings. They are demonic thoughts that will come to you. They are demonic feelings that you will have. And you must cast them out. Out! In the name of Jesus. Not that you are possessed. There's demonic obsession, oppression, and possession. Possession is another thing altogether. But you can be a believer and be oppressed. Or obsessed mentally. Or oppressed solically. Or bodily. You know what I'm saying? And you must learn to cast it out. Charlie, leave. You have strange feelings. Sometimes you go to some places, you have a strange feeling. You must cast it out. He doesn't give up. He doesn't give up. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 2, 11. I hope I'm right. He says, Lest Satan should have an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Guess what the word devices mean? The Greek word is noema. And it means thoughts. Ideas. Thoughts. That's what he has. So he can fly a thought into your mind. And the, the thoughts can give him an advantage over your life. And you must be aware of the fact that this, this is one of his major W version. That we might not have Satan get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his thoughts. We are not ignorant of his thoughts. So he'll fly a thought into your mind. The tongues you are speaking is not from God. But if you are scripturally sound, if you know the Bible, you will know that tongues cannot come from the devil. No, how? How? This is holy. Like it's, it's the Holy Ghost. This is sometimes related to the Holy Ghost. You must be careful about all these things. Though. It's sometimes related to the Holy Ghost. You, you can't... It's, it's holy. It's the Holy Spirit, not something else. Not something that is just by, you know, it's, it's an extension, on an, an extension, an extension, an extension of the Holy Spirit. It's direct. When he comes, this is what happens. So how can you say that there's some that is from the, from the devil? I, I really can't understand it. Hallelujah. You must learn to be a stickler of the word. Stick to the word. Stay on the, the line. Every truth is stretched. Truth when stretched becomes some way. People go on one side of it by becoming extreme. And there are those who don't also want to walk on the truth. They want to walk away from the truth. But you must make sure you are always walking on In line, just stay. Don't try to see something underneath the, the word. Like this one, we, that, we have, we have not, we, that we might not have Satan get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his thoughts. Then you start getting, trying to get underneath it, like something. I mean, Charlie, this is it. This is what he says. Take it and be happy. And just flow and be happy. And let your life be very simple. Anna, what do you think? Yeah, so it's, I, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it in the Bible. As long as I've never seen the Bible, I will not let it be my guiding principle. If I'm ministering to somebody and the Holy Spirit tells me, then, then. And that's why you must know the voice of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit ministers to you, then, then. That's, that could be discernment of spirits. God is helping you discern what is going on so that you can deal with that situation at that time. But don't form a doctrine out of it. If you've noticed, Jesus spat on the ground and made clay and put it into someone's eyes. He never repeated it. That was what he was led to do at that time. Never start a cocoa ministry. Because you were led to bless cocoa for somebody. So now you are into cocoa. And you are the sterer. Number one sterer. You are sterer like that. <laughs> Your troubles are many. You, you are off. And you don't, even, you don't even know. You are off. The cocoa prophet. And rem remember, Jesus didn't do it before everybody. That miracle he took. When it's strange, he takes it from everybody. Takes it. Yes, check. Every time it is strange. 
it's like it's not really strange. He'll pull the person aside and do what he wants to do for the person. And even tell the person, don't tell anybody. We are doing it. Where are the cameras? Where are the cameras? You must show it now. This is it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So as you are led, you may be led to do something, but it doesn't mean that you can form a doctrine and teach it. Start talking about it. Visions, dreams. It's a doctrine. People form doctrines out of it and teach it. Hand it over to others and it becomes a problem. The word of God is good enough. It is complete enough. Trust it. They are unbelieving believers. They are believers who don't believe the Bible. They think it is not enough. I sat before a certain man of God some time ago, many years ago, about seven years ago, and he said to me that the born-again experience is not enough. Yes, yes. Big minister of God, he said the born-again experience is not enough. Yes. Yes. And he, he, he was adding other things like, that's why you have to do this. That's why you have to do that. That's why I have to do hey, so many things. Like, how can it work? It's like becoming a child of God means that you are becoming a traditionalist. Now you are becoming, because you must have a lot of things. You must have some road, some rod by you that you function by at certain times. You must have some charcoal by you to sort your family cases out. You must have some what? Amulets, some, some stuff, some one or two things. It's not a small thing. Oh. I was just looking at him like, I'm like, are you serious? If it is not enough, then what was Jesus' blood for? Who then shall be saved? Hey, what are we going to do? Charlie, so the earlier you, you, you stick to the word, the better. Hallelujah. I don't know if you are, if you are okay. So as so long as you're not seeing it in here. Yeah. Do you know one man of God also stood in front of his, on TV and said that the Bible is what Moses and those people did. We are now continuing their works. So what we are doing is not in the Bible. Yeah, that's what he said. It's serious. He said, we are, continuing, we are continuing their work. So you see, you may see me doing something, you may not find the pages of the Bible, but it doesn't mean that it's not it's, it's correct. We are writing, we are continuing the Bible. Yeah. Do you know where he picked it up from? There's a place in the book of, the book of Acts doesn't end. So it's like we are, there's no amen. So we are, it's like we are continuing. So it's like, hey, tell we to continue. Take your boxer shorts, come make her do something with you. Hey, what a shock. So all kinds of things, and we are disgracing ourselves before everybody. We are disgracing ourselves before, right now. It's, it's, it's a very difficult thing to say that you're a pastor. Yeah. When you say it, it's like, hey, someone texted me today and said that the mother thought I was a four one nine person. Hey. It was after she saw some other things that she realized that I'm not, I'm not a four. Because I mean, as well, if you are, if you are a minister from Kumasi, hey. Hey. you are dead. Hey. You are dead, hey. young man. Hey. Like you are from Kumase, you are hey, you are in trouble. Nothing good can come from Kumase. Yeah, nothing good can come from here. So they just all right immediately they put you in a certain class. Yeah, so sometimes I said I don't introduce myself. I just oh my name is Otibuati. Nice to meet you. I don't want any problems. I don't want you to look at me some way. Hallelujah. Yes. I don't know if you understand. All right. Any other question? Yes, John. Yes. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, I have a question. I don't really know how to ask it, though. It has to do with consecration, though. Consecration. Consecration and gifts and manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, because uh, sometimes you can be finding yourself living in sin and trying to work for the Lord and be getting results, 
at some point, say it again. Sometimes you find yourself living in living sin, in sin, trying to work for the Lord, trying to work for getting, the Lord, but, you're but you are getting results. Results, yes. So it, it creates a, an almost image, almost like it's like, it's like, a, it's like a deceit that you have in your own mind that you can keep on living like that. But I want to clarify, like at what what point does does God say enough is enough? You know what I mean? You're messing up too much. <laughs> <laughs> at what point does God say enough is enough? Hey, what a question! It's not a small thing. Hey. First of all, you must realize that um, when God invited the people who were supposed to come for the, ba- the banquet, they didn't come. He invited nice people. People who didn't have problems. Nice people. You see the way he's doing? Mm, he's suffering. There's something that is happening. I mean, practically every minister of God has one or two things that he's struggling with. Hey, it's not a small thing. Oh. Bishop, I'm, I'm right there. The Lord invited nice people to his banquet. They didn't come. Luke chapter 14, verse 8. And he sent seven to supper at supper time to say to them that were bidden. There were people who were actually invited, but they didn't come. They gave excuses. So he sent out to go and bring broken people, cripples. Charlie, you realize that you are crippled. You are walking like this in the Lord. But you are the, you are the one the Lord is using. Hey! You are the one the Lord is using. You now you realize that you are not correct. God is very interesting. Very, very interesting. Remember that Jacob was a liar. A 4-1 liar. But God was using him. Check the whole of the Bible. The two, two perfect people. Two, just two people. Joseph and Jesus. Finish. <laughs> Joseph didn't have any problem. Jesus also didn't have any problem. JJ. Apart from that. Apart from these J people. You realize. Like, check everybody. You realize someone had. Everybody had a problem here and there. But the Lord was still working with them. Okay. We engage in the ministry by mercy. First Corinthians chapter 4. Verse, verse 1. Yeah. Mercy and grace. It's just the mercy of God. It's just the grace of God. Yeah. It's not by any other thing. It's not by qualification. It doesn't work. Sometimes some of those things are meant to even humble you small. So that you, you will not become some way. Let a man so account of us as a minister of Christ and so as the ministries of God. No. 2 Corinthians 4. 1. Both of them talk about ministry. But the one in 2 Corinthians is what I'm looking for. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have received, as we have received mercy, we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Okay? Two, two aspects. There are two sides to the question you asked me. Okay? And both are, 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 are captured in this particular place. So, let's, let's read. Amplified to be. BBA. BBA. Man of God says we should read BBA. Let's read BBA. For this reason, because we have been made servants of this new order, through the mercy given to us, we are strong. You see, it's, it's God's mercy. It's God's mercy that makes it work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's mercy. It's pure mercy. You, are, you realize you are not correct. Oh, when you lay hands on someone, you root. You just root like I just... Oh, it's like I'm a very bad person for saying what I just said. It's like you lay hands on some people... And your mind can just travel very far away. You realize that, Charlie? If the Lord does not hold you, you will become a porn actor in church. 
is by the man and nothing else. You know, Young Cho used to say, Young Cho used to say when he was younger that, hey God, so this work, can I, can I, Charlie? He used to ask God, Charlie, can I do this work? Because when people go and come like this, like, hey, the church is just looking beautiful over the years. It's not a joke. To whom to? To whom do you belong to? Pressure, problems, but the Lord will help us. Hallelujah. Yeah, he invited nice people, but they didn't come. So he found arm robbers, we smokers, cocaine sniffers, yes, abortionists. Yes, have people who have done abortions, seven, seven abortions. Today, when they stand in their ministry, you'll be surprised. Yeah, the women of God, tramor people, tramor, tramor type of people. The Lord likes, He will use you. Yeah, He will use you. You see, so it is by mercy, first of all. But after he showed you mercy, you must make an effort to change some one or two things about you. Because, you see, he can't take you far if some things are still there. So, yes, there's mercy. But at the same time, it is the will of God that you bring your sanctification to the table. Your sanctification must be brought on board. So, Paul says that, listen, it's by grace, it's by mercy and all. Next verse, verse 2. And we have given up. You see, the mercy of God has helped us to give up things, secret things of shame. Like you now, when you're doing that thing, you realize that if a brother should see it, hey, it will not be an easy thing inside the church. Yeah. You're pressing someone's breast. It's a secret thing. You are the one. It is, it is between you and God and the person. But if it should come out, you will make the newspapers. You make front page daily guide. Pastor something something. Today I read, I mean, you should know, you see, the media doesn't like us at all. Today I saw a new item. I saw a new, a new, a new item. Pastor impregnates fetish priestess. <laughs> can you imagine that connection? Hey! Right here in Ghana. I can send it to you. Yeah, pastor impregnates fetish priestess. What a combination. He has managed to break. The pastor is super powerful. <laughs> and he's inside the news. They don't like us. So the earlier you renounce some small, small things that you now you know that if it should come public, it's not me, I'm your pastor. I'll protect you. I fight for my pastors. No matter, I'll fight for you. Oh, Charlie, I'll defend you. I'll kill everybody and you'll be alive. Yeah, that's, 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 that's how it's supposed to be. But if another person should get, if those who are outside should get to know, they're in trouble. That's what the Bible says lay hands suddenly on no man. Lest you be a partaker of the person's iniquities. Because if I lay hands on him, he's, he's, he's a pastor here. I've laid hands on him. He's not a pastor here. If he should impregnate five people in the church, they will not mention his name. They will mention my name. They will mention my name. So all his wrongs, it's my, it's my, it's my wrongs. Pastor T's pastor. Pastor T's pastor. They will, even, they will start with my, they will not even mention, they will say, Pastor T impregnates five people. Then when you start reading, you realize that it's actually not him. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you, you will be, we are now joined in a very wild way. So whatever it is that you're struggling with, you see, take grace, take mercy, and solve your problem out. We are aware that there are problems. We are aware. But it is not good to continue in it. You must renounce. Go back to that place. Second Corinthians chapter, chapter 4 verse 2. We have given up the secret things of shame. You are into porn and masturbation. You can be a minister of God. And you see, there were, listen, brothers and sisters, there are some things that when you're exposed to, protect your children, okay? It's not good at all. It's, so, it's like it's so difficult. Hey! 
you can pray fast. Do everything. When you finish praying and fasting, it's smiling like this to you. Then it will tell you, this time does not go by prayer and fasting. It does not go by prayer and fasting. It will smile like this. It will tell you, what about nothing? <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. Protect your children. Don't let them. You see those things that they do that, that like when, when we're younger, that our parents are doing it. Or when someone is kissing, they just put the tell you, hey, close your eyes. Or they put the TV off. It's very spiritual. Don't think that now that you are 18 and above, you can now watch every 18 and above movie. You, are, you see, you are showing some seeds that may never live your life. You struggle with them. You want to stop, but you can't stop. Yeah. The demoniac of Gadara was cutting himself and doing all kinds. He couldn't stop. He was cutting himself and crying at the same time. But he couldn't. That's demons. Things that you don't like, but you are still doing. A demonic hold. Yeah, that's how it becomes. You see, and it's, if you are not careful, it will just destroy you. One day, you realize that you have made the purpose. You have become popular at once. Not walking in false ways. There are people who are into duping. They dupe people. There are pastors who can dupe people. That's, it's, it's, they started with small, small stealing here and there. And God brought them in. You know, it's using them. But Charlie, it has not stopped. They'll use very wise means of just taking something from you. Manipulate you. Tell you, oh, this one is happening. They are in the ministry. They are in the ministry. Not making use of the word of God with deceits. There are people who are into that too. They use a lot of God with deceit to deceive people. They use a lot of God to deceive people. Do open scriptures to you and deceive you and take money from you. They are those who make merchandise of people. Yeah, they make merchandise. Haven't you heard of pastors taking 100,000 cities from someone to multiply it for them? Yeah, and it never, it was never multiplied. When they checked, it was left with 100 Ghana cities. Yes. But by the revelation of what is true, as before God, we have the approval of every man's... The King James, King James will do at this time. King James. But having now the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, not, not handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. Manifestation of the truth. You manifesting the truth. Commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Remember, it is, you are living before God. See, and God has a standard. Okay? God has a standard. It says in a house, in a great house, there are vessels of clay, vessels of gold, vessels of wood, and all that. Then it says, the one who purges himself shall be fit. So it is up to you. You must decide to purge yourself. Because it doesn't go with the work we do. Do you get it? It doesn't go with the type of work you have gotten yourself involved in. Yeah. So you have to change some things as time goes on. Remember that you engage in mercy, but then at the same time, you must renounce some things. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 4. It's 1, 2, 3. Go to verse 2. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God. This is the will of God. How many of you want to know the will of God? It says, this is the will of God. Even your sanctification. That you should abstain from fornication. In this one, he mentions that straight abstain from fornication. Yeah. This is the word of God concerning your life. Okay? Yeah. It translates to every other thing. Abstain. You'll be enticed. The Bible says, 
Paul was advising Timothy, he told him, abstain from youthful lusts. There are some lusts that are part of being a youth. It's part of it. Smoking is part of it. Boozing is part of it. Partying. All types of parties. It's youthful. I mean, when you, you see, sometimes you see your aunties and your mothers, it's like they have never been bad before. I don't know if you, you know, like they've never, they look like auntie, like real auntie. They'll be advising you. Do you, do you know what they did when they were younger? It's, you, it's youthful, but as you grow, you just grow out of some foolishness. There are some things to that you can't grow out of. And so it comes in the open, and everybody sees it. So you have some uncles who are boozites. They are, they are into drinking. They can drink one whole crate of, and they are not shy about it. Then they'll be advising you not to drink. Have you seen some before? They'll be advising you not to drink, but they are drinking. They'll be advising you not to smoke, but they are smoking. They struggle, they didn't work. So now it is in the open, and they don't care about it. There are some uncles who are humanizers. I know someone who is 66. And he doesn't take a girl who is below, who is above 30. All his girlfriends are below 30. Yes, he doesn't like, if you are 30, he will not mind you. 29 down. He can buy you a car right now. Very rich man, but I mean, Charlie, all kinds of things. He has done it, uh, it has just come into the open. And it's disgracing him. Yes, because everybody knows, oh, this man. Under 30. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, First Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Beloved, I implore you, as aliens and strangers and exiles on this world, to abstain from the sensual edges. Sensual. It's not demonic, it's sensual. It's just you learning to put your body under. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. Paul says that I don't fight as one who's just beating the air, like someone who's, who doesn't have an aim, who doesn't know who is boxing. Uh, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. So most of the battles we face is actually a battle to bring our bodies down, our flesh down. You tell your flesh, brother, you want to have sex, I will starve you. You are not going to have sex until you marry. Yeah, because if you don't learn to do that, when you marry, you will not stop. Marriage does not care promiscuity in any way. It doesn't care lust in any way. Forget it. You have made a mistake. Are you not married? Have, have you ever been attracted to any lady apart from your wife? Yes, pastor. You think it's a bad person, you are coming, you will see. That's how it is. No matter how beautiful your wife, you can have big bottoms like boxer majesty, whatever. You have one lying by you, but it is the one outside that you like. It's not easy. It's not a joke. It's a very serious thing. So the earlier you start putting things under now, you must learn it. Zip up before you marry. Yeah, it's, it's in your own interest. I was, I was at our Awoji church last Sunday, and I preached about your, it is in your own interest. Yeah, that was the message that your own interest is in your own interest. Yeah, when we say meditate in the word, it's not because it's in your own interest, and I give them reasons why it's in your own interest. If you won't do it, be there. If you do it, you fine. Because as I live before you, life and death, riches and poverty. Choose life. And he tells you what to choose. But if you will not choose it, it's up to you. What is your problem? <coughs> Hallelujah. But like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it, discipline it by hardships, and subdue it for fear. You see, for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel, preacher, and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit. Adokimos. The Greek word is adokimos. 
to be cast out, not stand the test, be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. I don't think we want to labor in vain. All the soul winning we have done. Our body will just disqualify us like that. No. Don't think that you are the only one who have the edges for some things. You see, what you, if you've not drank uh, alcohol before, you don't know what it, what it means. It's not your temptation. And the devil will never tempt you with that. The devil tempts you with what you know. What you have a taste for. You see, what you have a taste for. We went to South Africa some months ago, and they had pap. It's, it looks like banku, but it's not banku. Tastes like something else. You see, they like it, but I don't like it. <laughs> I was wishing, I, I was just looking for a Ghanaian restaurant. Oh. We searched down and we found one. When we found one, every day, we were there for three weeks, every day we were there. <laughs> I mean, people were just preparing the food for us. We just come, because we are used to banku, yeah. fufu, and that is what we like. That is what our taste buds are used to. Same thing, your flesh has some taste depending on what you are used to. Depending on what you have been exposed to or what you have exposed yourself to. Yeah. So if you've never smoked before, you don't know what it means to smoke. It's not something you think about. When someone comes to you and says that he has having challenge with smoking, you are like, ah. Why? Just put it away. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. Yours may be something else. Yours may be stealing. They are those who steal their own money. They steal their own money. They hang their shirt, sneak into their house, and then remove their own money. They'll just sneak. That is, their, that is his problem. I mean, he can't enter a house and not take something away. He has to take something away. Like a souvenir to show everybody that, Charlie, this is mine. That is what his taste buds are used to, and that's what you'll be tempted along. You get it? Uh-huh. So that is, it's, it's like that. Don't disqualify yourself because of something that is happening or something that is real. A lot of people have not responded to ministry because of masturbation and pornography. Plenty boys. About 80% or 90% of most boys have had an encounter with pornography. And a lot of, a lot of people who could have been very wild ministers and would have been missionaries in different countries doing different things have been disqualified because they felt that they weren't good enough. Because very few ministers talk about the fact that, Charlie, they think we go feed one. Come, we go feed one. Solomon was not born the natural way. You know, he was a child that came after a very wild experience. Very wild experience. Someone, his father went for someone else's wife, impregnated her, killed the, the person. And I mean, all types of, but God said, this is the one I like, Jedidiah. I love my beloved son. Yeah, the child who came from that problem, whatever, all those who were excellent, my father is, my mother is legitimate, whatever, God didn't choose them. He chose the one that was not correct. That's how God is. That's how God is. So, you don't think that, and I, I, I preached a whole camp on this. What was the title? You are qualified, something. About four years, three years or four years, at Legon. But you are chosen, huh? you are chosen. So you can find that, you can find that you are chosen. You are the one God is going to use. Okay? You are the one God is going to use. Hallelujah. We have so many leaders, so many pastors, so many. Everybody, plenty, everyone has their own type of problem. Everybody. We are where? We are all coming from somewhere. We are all, I'm aware. I know everybody's problem. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, that's the blessing of being a pastor. You know everybody's, <laughs> <laughs> you know everybody's problem. Yeah, but Charlie will guide you and help you to become something. Yes, and put the devil to shame. Let the devil know that, Charlie, you thought this one would not become something. It has become something. So mercy, and then you also decide that, Charlie, let me also push. It is the will of God concerning my life that I be, I be sanctified. I must, my sanctification is very important to him. So I must give him that at least. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if I've answered you. I've answered you. Uh-huh. So don't, don't, don't get into that, that fix. Because am I a good person? No, you are the one God is using. Don't worry. You are the one God is using. However, remember that you take steps. Let's push. Yeah. Find people who can help you. Okay? Yeah. Stay around. That's why you must change friends. Some friends must change. Yeah, those things, they are not akeko. They are important. Don't just say, I have the life of God on me. And it's finished. No, after that, you must take practical steps. Wisdom is wisdom to do that. You separate yourself. Okay? You say, I remember the day I said, I did bye-bye to some people. I did bye-bye, Charlie. And I'm not going to see you people again. Those type of people, you are not the one responsible for their new birth. Leave them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, Pastor, I'm born again. I must help them. Brother, oh boy. You, you'll be surprised. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Leave them. Another person. Eh? Pray. You pray that the Lord will send laborers <laughs> to them. But you, Charlie, God has helped you. Just exit the system and form new relationships. Form another group so that you can, people who can help you grow in the Lord. Change your music. You are into listening to all time. I mean, you are in trouble. No, how can you be wanting to uh, run away from pornography when you are into certain types of music? Music that are sexual. Sexual healing. All types of music. Even your room light, you have to change it. Your room light is blue. Blue ball. <laughs> you must change it. You must have white lights. So that the devil know that, Charlie, we are pure in this room. <laughs> because the blue light can even stare you up. Yeah, so, Charlie, small, small, the Lord will help. Before, you see, if you engage, and one of the major ways of uh, dropping some of these things is by looking onto Jesus. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 12. Yeah. yeah, knowing that we are compassed about by so great a crowd of witnesses, let us be assigned every weight and the sin that so easily, be, even God knows that there's their weights. And there are sins that easily, it's like your type. The type that when you are tempted, you tell God, God, Abby, you understand? Abby, you know? I will come back. I will, I will see you very soon. Yeah, that's when you start preaching to yourself, like, God, forgiveness is mine. You have mentioned that forgiveness is mine. So I'll see you in the next few minutes. And then we'll have a discourse. I'll be back. <laughs> you have become Terminator. Last one, God, our last one. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset. Like, very easily, it can just block you. And the purpose of it is to keep you at one place. So you can't run your race. Yeah, it just, you know, becomes an encumbrance and you stay at one place. You are worried. I don't know whether God, you don't know whether God has forgiven you, whether you are whatever, all types of things. And you can't go. As you are contemplating and thinking about such things, there are five souls you are supposed to have won. And they are all gone. Know that their blood is on your head. When you arrive, God will say, uh, you were supposed to have taken care of these people, but you were busy crying over what you did. My brother. Then he'll slap you. <laughs> and you enter hell and come back. Hey! 
eh, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Then he says, he shows us how to do it. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Then he shows you what he also went through. He says, listen, you have not strived against sin. You are to bloodshed. He strived against sin to bloodshed. You have not yet started bleeding. Don't give up. Look, <laughs> Look unto him. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. He will help you. Eh? He will help you. He's the helper. Apart from him, nobody... Listen, you can go for counseling, so it won't change. It won't change. They can counsel you till you die. You go home, it's, it's times five. Only the Holy Spirit can help you. Yeah. He's the only one. Yes, kiss it all. Kiss it. <laughs> Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, okay, let's read from verse 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 2. Paul mentions so many very nice things there. He says, Ye are epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. And such trust have we through Christ to God word. This is our trust through Christ toward God. Okay? It is an ability. The ability to minister is not natural. It's not from... I mean, if you've preached before, most of the time, what the biggest problem for every minister is what to preach. What to preach. Giving meat in due season. It's not a joke. It takes a lot out of you. Most preachers preach... Before they come and preach, they are full of fear. Even when they are preaching, there's fear. They don't know what they are going to say. But you take that microphone, and there's some... It's amazing. You are just... Even the scriptures you couldn't remember on a normal day, just start flowing like that. You can prophesy to people. Hey! That's why I listen to my messages. When I, I listen to because I don't, I don't know what I preach. I don't know. So I must listen to so I will also be blessed more. Yeah. You see... So you realize that there's an ability from the space. So he says, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves. It's not because we are righteous or we are something or we are wild or we have prayed certain times. I've not prayed. I've not prayed much. Do you know, do you know prayer? People have prayed with prayer. <laughs> you, you are, you are the, that's your shabalabrabalabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrabrab
First Corinthians 15, verse 10. Look at it. First Corinthians 15, 10. Okay, it says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Even what he was, was by the grace of God. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Then he says, yet not I. This is what to qualify Paul to sit somewhere very powerful in, in heaven. Because he knew where the thing was coming from. He was not attributing it to himself. That he was something. You know? Peter, who are you? Your ministry has not gone far. You have stayed in Jerusalem. Jerusalem type of ministry. Look at me. I'm fulfilling what Jesus said. I'm fulfilling it. I'm going from Jerusalem to Samaria to Samaria. To, to all types of places. Judea and all that. He didn't say that. He knew what was, there was something working in him that was pushing him to go where he was going and do all the things he was doing. Not because he was special. It's because of the grace of God. He says, I labored more abundant than they are, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. The grace of God which was with me. Galatians chapter 2. Look at Galatians chapter 2, verse 6. But of these who seem to be somewhat whatsoever, blah, 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 blah. Next verse. But contrarywise, when they saw the gospel of the circumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was committed unto Peter, for he that wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. Let's read this verse in Amplified. You understand it in some more. For he who motivated and fitted Peter and worked effectively through him for the mission to the, circum the circumcised, motivated and fitted me and worked through me also for the mission to the Gentiles. It was God who was working with him. That's grace. Nothing more, nothing less. So don't say that, oh, this minister, he has not done what? He has not done what? Say your mouth. I mean, what are you talking about? Like, that's what? He has not done what? What do you mean? It's grace. That's the grace that God has given to him. Look inside yours. Show him. That's all. When we get there, he shall, we shall all receive praise. I mean, there, some of the wildest ministers I've met are people who don't even have churches. No congregation. But the things they've done. You are when they start talk, talking about the lives they have transformed. You will know if you were God, you give them plenty of reward. <laughs> if you were God. And Daddy Crawford, I don't mean you know Daddy Crawford. Apostle John, my father in the Lord's father in the Lord. I mean, no church. He's a big, he's a senior. Let me tell you a story. Recently, we were, we were in a small naming ceremony. You know, and while, whilst the, the man of God was talking, he was doing the dedication, as he was talking, he said that there was a girl, there was a, a small girl, they saw someone, they went to preach around Accra, Central Accra, Accra Central. And they saw a small girl, about 13 year old, so he called her, come, and he, where do you live? Then she pointed to a wall. She pointed to a wall. Where do you live? She pointed to a wall. Ah, what? She, she was always pointing to the wall. So he went to the wall with the girl. When they went, the mother was there with all their belongings. Everything they have is there. The father had died. Some things. They are sacked the person. They are sacked the, the mother and the child. And they were on the streets. So he told the mother that, oh, I want to. Because the girl had just finished BC and had done well. He said, oh, I want to take your child home and help her. The mother, looking at them, realized that they could be good people. So she gave the daughter to them to look after. The daughter... The, that same girl is now in UCC, third year, about to finish school. She's going to fourth year. I mean, that's, that's impact. That's impact. 
Do you think God will not be happy with such a person? I mean, to even, some of us don't want some people to even live with us. Yeah. No, some, it's unbearable. Yeah. Do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You're a child of God, though. Yeah. But your nose inside, they melt you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't, your Christian character of accommodating people and having people around, it's not developed. And you don't have any future of developing it. It's like there's no future for it. You, you will give money for it, but they shouldn't come. They shouldn't come and use your toilet seat. Because we will be on it. And you'll be angry. Hey, 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 who, who did? They'll eat your food in your fridge. You'll come. You'll call everybody. Hey, who ate the carrot in the fridge? Where, where, where is the carrot? Come on, vomit now. You'll become a Satan. But there are people who have their Christian character, and that's that's what he says. He wants us to transform into the image of Christ. Christosom, he is a Christian. You get or a Christoni. Yeah. At the point he had two bedroom house, and he and his wife was in one. There were about eight people living with them. How would they live? Eight people. Yeah, because of people, he doesn't have nothing. Doesn't have anything. What do you think his reward would be in heaven? That's why Rick Joyner went to heaven and recorded in Final Quest. A lot of surprises. Big men who wrote all kinds of things and did all kinds of things. They were in utter darkness. People who didn't do any type of anything. They just saved one life or just expressed love in a very special way and died. They are sitting on thrones. Heaven will be very interesting. Very, 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 very interesting. So don't have a certain estimation. Because God does not look at things the way you look at things. Yes. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 4, 3. 1 Corinthians 4 and 2 Corinthians 4 are very nice portions of the Bible. You can read it before you sleep, okay? He says, but with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you. Before this, he has said that, Charlie, the first thing that you should be found with the minister is his faithfulness. And he says, but with me, when it comes to faithfulness, whether I've done what I'm supposed to do, it's a very small thing for me to be judged of you. Even me, I don't judge myself. Even me, I don't judge myself. Look at the next verse. For I know nothing of by myself. I've not done anything wrong. I've done everything pure. Yet am I not hereby justified? But he that judged me is the Lord. Leave judgment to the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. Hey, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing because I want to become something, be popular and have a poster that I'll lay hands. Come, I'll lay hands on you. Come, come, come. I'll lay hands on two people like white, this. White, white, <laughs> come to me. The ministry of the prophet. Hey! Is that why you are doing? Is it because of a car? Today, I just did Baba. I just hugged somebody and did him Baba. He's going to India for missions. For five years, he's going to stay there for missionary work. Yes. They are on another level or another platform. Like, wild guys. He's sowing his life into India. Not because of what he will have. He's even sponsoring everything. He's paying for his own school fees, paying for plane tickets, paying for accommodation, paying for everything. Sowing his life for Lighthouse to win souls. And he's happy. He's left his wife and two children here. Happy. Doing everybody by Charlie. I'm going. I'm serving the Lord. Bought the bus and left. Yeah. People are doing things. So why are you? Am I doing what I'm doing because I want to drive a nice car? I'll have a nice car. Have a uh, Prado. <laughs> I'll drive one hand. Hello. How are you? 
I mean, when you get to a settlement, it's like your voice has to change. You know, you know. Hello. You know, the Lord, the Lord is with you. Even God changes to God. God. <laughs> mercy, Lord. May the Lord have mercy on us. Yeah, because on that day, he will make manifest a castle of the hearts. Then he says, and then shall every man have praise of God. Every man will have praise of God. But the praise of others will be more. And the praise of others. Hallelujah. So we engage in ministry by grace and by mercy. By grace and by mercy. Without that, none of us will be where we are. Because we know. We all know. Everybody knows. We know. We know ourselves. We are aware. You don't, we don't need someone. That's why we don't have to preach about sin in church and condemn the people. They are aware already. They don't need you to remind them. They are aware. Everybody's. They all need help. Are you aware? Ask your neighbor. Are you aware? Are you aware? What type of a person are you? Are you aware? But we don't need the preachers to remind us. We know. We know. We are aware. We just need help to, to know that we can also do something for God with our crutches, with our broken lives, with our some weakness. You can't even smile, but you are the usher. You smile like this. <laughs> it's all part of it. The Lord is helping you to overcome what your problem is. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please, you understand. John, get it. All right. Yes, so we'll continue on the power of your mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Kindly close your eyes for two minutes as we pray. Thank God for what you have shared with you, for what you have heard. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.